It's a tech world we're living in today, and it's easy to feel so overwhelmed at times. Wouldn't it be nice if someone would just show up at your church and help you with your technology challenges? Well, we know someone who does just that. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. My uh, my partner in crime, Steve Lacey, is not available today. Michael Gray, who sometimes joins us, is not as well. I don't think they like me anymore. I don't think they I don't think they want to do this with me anymore. I'm just kidding. But uh, we're glad that you are here. Thanks for being with us. We have a guest, which I will introduce to you here in just a moment. This is uh, episode number 391, uh, at least according to Apple. We've done, I don't know, probably hundreds more of these. But anyhow, uh, want to get some business out of the way. Just want to remind you guys that... Uh, we do uh, webinars every month. Uh, we've been doing that this year, and they're really designed to help be a resource if you're in, in ministry here and you do any kind of tech stuff with your church, if you're a pastor. Uh, and so uh, we've got a new webinar coming up. We just did one yesterday with Jason Moore, uh, and that was really good. And you can hear that. Uh, I'll tell you where to get that in a minute. But uh, the new one that we got coming up here in August coming up, August 25th, no, I'm sorry, August 15th, is going to be empowering pastors with two new cutting-edge tools. So AI is definitely uh, the thing these days, a lot of buzz about AI. So we've got two new AI cutting-edge technology tools that uh, we want to just bring you into, you know, give you some understanding on it, let you uh, know a little bit more about it. Uh, one of them is going to, is really honestly the chat. We have, we have, we do streaming video. And so at streamingchurch.tv, we have a video chat platform for our customers. And one of those is the opportunity to use uh, actually AI chat as an assist. And then the other one uh, we'll talk about, uh, I don't know if it's a secret or not around here. I don't know if I can say that right now, but uh, you'll like it because it really has to do with your your, your messages and it's using AI to uh, take your messages and actually make them available uh, so you can put them on social media. So uh, we'll talk a little more about that. But if you want to sign up for that or learn a little more about that, just go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. And uh, I think you can see some other webinars if you go to that link you see some of the past webinars. So, all right. So uh, let's get into it today. Our next guest has been in ministry for over 20 years uh, with youth and youth and children's ministry, but he also the online minister at his church. And uh, him and his wife uh, recently sold their home and they have moved into an RV full time. Uh, my wife and I talked about doing that and we we don't we think we probably would probably kill each other but uh enough of that. But at, now they travel, my guests they travel uh around the country. And they help equip churches to minister more effectively with some free tech technological resources, tech technology resources. Easy for you to say. So all of this they actually do really at no cost for churches. Uh 
And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Welcome, everybody, to the Church Solutions Podcast, Mr. Michael Bird. Michael, how are you today? Doing great, Phil. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. So this whole thing about, um, and we're glad to have you on here. It's interest. This is interesting. You caught my eye here when I was reading your bio. Uh, so you, uh, what in the world possessed you to to do this? To to sell everything? I don't know. Do you guys have kids? We do. We have a 18 year old and a 20 year old. So okay. All right. Very recently, empty nesters. Yeah. All right. You look <laughs> so pretty young. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you here on Zoom. You look pretty young. So uh, you guys <laughs> yeah. must have started early. Um, <laughs> all right. So you're empty nesters and you've been in ministry for a long time. And all of a sudden you decide, ah, yeah, well, let's just sell everything and go on the road and help churches. How did you come to this crazy, crazy notion? Yeah, well, it didn't happen that fast. I don't think uh, Carrie, my <laughs> wife, would have uh, liked that. <laughs> it was it was a much more long process. Um, about ten years ago, we started a nonprofit called Live Church Solutions, and Live Church Solutions was just uh, built to be able to help churches. A lot of Acts two forty four, where it talks about every church had everything in common, and so we thought, yeah, let's let's do this. We we know how to build websites. So we could make a WordPress website that would give free website to churches. And so wow. we did for um, several years. And we had about at our peak of that, we had about 40 churches that, in fact, we bought their domain names. We had um, all, the server. We handled everything. And they were just simple WordPress sites. But there were churches that otherwise wouldn't have websites. And so that's what we were doing for them. And um, we were trying to make um, programs and technology solutions for churches during this time, but I was full-time. Um, the other guys on board were also full-time. Um, and really, it just, it, it, it kind of capped at that until we met a couple other guys that saw the vision of Live Church Solutions and were like, hey, we really want to help out. And that happened to be around the pandemic time. When pandemic hit, which gave us a lot of time, um, everybody was home. And so we had a lot of time to really uh, invest some time into the code. And uh, that's that's when things really took off. And then um, we started to think, man, we got a lot of churches starting to use this. We actually have some resources that um, are not just WordPress now. They go way beyond WordPress. Um, how are we going to get the word out about this? Um, that's when we started thinking, you know, maybe, maybe it's time. And we really felt like God was calling us. And then I thought, you know, after the boys graduate, then five years, you know, then we'll be on it. And then God just kept putting these things in place that it was incredible. Um, so some of the money problems he took care of, and we wanted a curriculum to be able to give churches for free when we traveled, he took care of that. And it was just like, he was saying, Hey guys, Let's go. And so we followed his lead. Wow. So now uh, live, live Church Solutions, is that the actual website? It is livechurchsolutions.org or livecs.org. Little ch- All right. Yeah. All right. Livecs.org or live livechurchsolutions.com. Okay. Or .org. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've already messed it up. All right. So um, so you, you get this thing, you get, you get this calling to do this and uh, you start traveling. Uh, our... So, so how do people find out? So they, they find out through the website. I mean, are you doing stuff on yeah. social media? How, how do people find out about you? Yeah, really the traveling piece is, um, is something that, that we're doing to keep relevant so that we understand what churches are doing and how they're using it and how we can better um, make the programs. Um, but 
before we even set off on the road, we already had uh, about a hundred churches that had, had signed up and started using. Um, and then that just keeps growing. Um, we have about 10 churches every day that are coming on board. Um, and so as, as it grows, we want to make sure that we, um, uh, we are understanding what the church needs. And so um, that's been a passion of both Carrie and I is to help smaller churches. We started out in smaller churches and uh, we always thought, man, what, what a cool thing it would be to have someone come in and help for like two or three months, get everything set up the way that we need to. You know, there's a lot of things in church that you can't do. You seem like you want to do them and, but Sunday's coming and Sunday's coming and you, they just keep getting pushed off. What if we could be those people that would stay there during the week knock those things out that aren't very fun um, sometimes like setting up tech stuff or um, even cleaning out classrooms and things like that. What if we could be those people and, and help, uh, help churches out in that way. And for some reason, we just love doing that. I think it's uh it's, it's amazing when we're at a church and helping, it doesn't matter if we're cleaning the bathrooms or if we're setting up um, uh, uh, PTZ cameras so that they can uh, better, uh, stream their services. I love it. And, and we both do. So that's why we're out on the road. We don't actually, most of the people that come to Live Church Solutions or um, Lessons.Church is our big site right now, which is where the free curriculum is. Um, they are, they're just all online. We um, we actually advertise with Google AdWords. Um, so we're able to to draw a lot of people in that. And our organic search keeps getting up and and hopefully we'll become more and more as more people know about us. Please uh, add us to your website and link to us. All right. So you, you threw out a couple more domains there. So lessons.church, was that was that the other one you just said? Lessons.church. Um, and, and that's for what, what, that's for working with children and youth? Um, that, that goes all the way from adults to, to children. So children to adults, the other way you want to look at it. Um, what we do is we partner with organizations um, like one of the organizations we partner with is Ozark Christian College, and mm -hmm. they make a ton of content. In fact, if you go to Right Now Media, you can see all their next level content. Um, but that next level content is also available for free on Lessons.Church because they're an organization that just wants to help the church. So they have professors that are teaching everything from biblical eldership to love to going to Israel and seeing all that stuff. Um, it, actually it's eight years. I, I figured it up the other eight years worth of Sunday school lessons. If you were running it from lessons.church. Um, but that's one of the organizations we do for adults. And then we have our big organization that uh, helps with children's is a church out of Conroe, Texas called the ARC. And they, um, they've been making their own curriculum for kids for about 10 years. Um, they spend a lot of money on it. They have a whole staff that does it. They're a church of about 10,000. And we approached them and just said, we would like to give your curriculum to churches, just open source. And they were like, that's why we built it. We knew that that God wanted us to give it uh, to others. And so we're simply the distribution for that curriculum. Wow. So you, you're, you guys are like a resource hub. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. All right, so let's get back to the tech stuff. So, uh, you know, you're going to churches, people find you, you pull up to a church. Uh, what's one of the more common things that you're you're dealing with in the, in the realm of tech, so to speak? Yeah, so um, tech and the auditorium, a lot of times it's cameras. Um, cameras, you know, everybody started streaming 
Um, some people maybe should should stop streaming or make their stream better. <laughs> Let's just be honest. And um, the the people that are there, they know that, but they don't know how to make it any better. And they have a, a limited amount of volunteers. And so we target churches. I mean, we our first uh, church that we went to last year uh, was a multi-site and had six campuses. And we uh, put our curriculum in every one of their campuses. And so that the curriculum piece of it is huge because our curriculum goes all the way from scheduling to the TV. Um, and so we we handle that and we cut ProPresenter out of uh, children's classrooms and make it very, very professional using a fire stick. But so that's that's number one that we do. But then in the in the auditorium, it's usually a like a PTZ camera, um, usually churches of about 75 that want to stream. We we're loving the huddle cam. I don't know if you mess with that um, at all. But it's a um, face tracking. Yeah, uh, we we have a good friend with PTZ Optics. Yes. Um, is that where it comes from? I can't. I, I get. There's several PTZ people out there. I believe it's a PTZ Optics, but and yeah. I I'm I'm pretty sure I don't know. It, yeah, it, I get mixed up sometimes. The Huddle Cam is a little bit. The software is a little bit different, and it has to run on a PC, which is kind of a bummer. But once you get it set up, you can actually put um, HTML cues into it. So you can yeah. set it up with ProPresenter. And so when the pastor comes up, you just have it go to auto tracking, then it auto tracks. Right. It's going to sing. You go to the, and so you have one camera, no volunteers, just your ProPresenter volunteer. And so it's easy to stream. I, I just get that all set up and, and ready to go. That way, when we leave, um, they're, they're able to continue streaming. And usually audio is an issue, um, trying to get a little crowd audio in there to liven things up. Uh, just simple things like that. Um, I'm not great with audio. I'm I'm more cameras. I've always loved cameras. And so um, PTZs, I was actually streaming in 2007 uh, from Grace Christian Church, which is now current a Christian church. But we were using, I think, um, is Mark was Mark Cuban's network uh, to stream with back in the day. So I, that's that's kind of my wheelhouse. That's what I like to do. Yeah. So uh, you like. Uh, PTZ cameras. Now, obviously, the church has to come up with the money for those. I mean, you're not gonna you you do this. I, I saw in your bio that you'll actually go and help these churches for no cost, but you're not gonna say, "Yeah, here, I'll, let me show you all these PTZ cameras I'll do for you." I mean, they have to come up with with some kind of a budget to, right. to do that, right? Uh, so, uh, what if they don't have the budget? I mean, we we just had a webinar a few months ago with PTZ Optics and Stephen Haywood. And so a lot of what you're talking about, I think is amazing. I just remember when PTZs first came out many moons ago, you know, they were herky-jerky and yeah. and uh, they had potential. And and today it seems like now more than ever, they're just really, they're just really a great, uh, a great asset for a church to use. But if, if a church doesn't have PTZ or doesn't have the budget for PTZ, uh, what's your next second choice? Yeah. Um, so usually there is some kind of camera that's there um, because they've been streaming. Um, usually it's way too far back and it's zoomed in too much. So trying to get the camera closer yeah. um, is a big thing. Um, and then it's a software that they're using. So I I go to OBS um, just because it's open source and it's free right. and we can run a camera right into there. And what's great about OBS is, I mean, you can go everything from a $40 webcam and actually have a decent picture, yeah. Um, you know, and so that when it comes to budget, um, it, you know, trying to find the right budget is, is very hard. But a lot of times, what I find too is 
I stay at the church. So if I go to a church, I'm there for about two months and I really work with um, the staff and understand who is there. Um, that's why we have an RV so we can park right out there and you'd be amazed. You look around a church, there's a lot of things that, Hey, you know, this is, this is worth quite a bit of money. If you sold this, then we could buy this and then we'll have it there. Um, which is always, I mean, I've come from churches. That's what you have to do. You just find things, you make a little money, buy what you need and, and and move on. So I I try to help as much as I can with the, with the money. Uh, that hasn't been a problem so far. I find it, uh, I think it's fascinating. And, and I like the fact that you don't just come in and blow in and blow out. I mean, you're, you, if you're, if you're there for a while, I mean, uh, I mean, do you, do you stay usually for, I, I know you just said a month or so, but I mean, what's the average stay? I mean, you stay a day or two, or is it a week or two, or oh. it just depend on the church, I guess, huh? It kind of depends on the church, but um, if we're booking, we, we don't book anything that's under two months. So we want to be there at least two months. Um yeah. Just like a minister that comes in, uh, if you come in and try to change everything, you know, the first week, everybody's like, who is this guy? What's going on? Um, we we want to be able to build trust um, and and let people really see who we are and, and be a part of that community. When we find a church that is all about serving Jesus, we fit right in because that's what we're all about doing. And so once they understand who we are, um, then the, the things that we bring up and they have a little more trust in what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's a common mistake that, that you find, you, you know, you go to a church and and what is in, you know, in the area of tech anyhow, what, what's one of the most common mistakes? What's maybe the two or three most common mistakes that you run into when you walk in the door? Yeah, too, too much. So you look at a sound booth and, um, you know, it's just a mess. You know, you've got VCRs, you could even have eight track. I mean, it, it's crazy. It just stacks up. Um, and so then you have a lot of noise and you wonder why you have a lot of noise because everything's plugged in. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's probably number one is just cleaning the area. I'm a big, um, let's get all the wires nice and clean, everything um, to where we know where it is. So if something happens, we can unplug it, plug it and, and we're good. Um, so th- I, that I is true. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is so true, isn't it? Uh, as I look around my office here. Yeah, that's really true. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah. where you have tech, it happens, right? Yeah, yeah it gets cluttered. Yeah, it, it does. Right. That's right. hard for volunteers to be able to uh, to be able to jump a hold of and, and help you out with. And then probably number two is is camera, either camera placement um, or camera operation, and the the placement of cameras is usually way like they try to make it to where nobody will see the camera, um, which is sometimes can be good, but most of the time it's like way back and now you're zoomed in and your operator zooms a little bit and it just looks bad. So really getting people to understand that, Hey, um, our online community that you're serving this out to that they're people. And, and, you know, we need to make sure that they have a good shot. And not only do they need to see that you care about them, but the people in your service need to understand that you're broadcasting this to other people too. That's a great thing. Uh, we're called to make disciples. That's what we're doing. We're getting out to the whole world. So, yeah. yeah. And then you mentioned audio earlier. Uh, and that's one of the things we find here. You know, we, we're at streamingchurch.tv. We, we think video is important, but I always tell them, you know, what's in my opinion, maybe even more important is the audio. Because, <laughs> you know, you can have a great picture, 
a great video, but if, if, if people are having a hard time understanding or hearing a lot of noise in the background, you know, it, it people, they're not going to stick around. And, uh, but if your audio is good, your video doesn't have to be super, super good. I mean, you want it to be good, but you don't, you know, your audio needs to be good. So I would imagine audio would be on your list as well, right? Absolutely. You want your audio to be great. What I found interesting is because I've been at churches that are a little bigger. Um, and so they have the, the full band going on. And then when we go to some of the smaller churches, it's it could be just one person in a track, um, which it doesn't come across really well online especially if you don't have any crowd noise. And right. so um, one thing that we've started doing is uh, just getting mics and putting them up as far as we can and pointing down to the crowd. Um, and I'm not a huge audio guy. So I call my audio friends and tell them, Hey, which one would work for this? And they tell me I get them up there and then, man, that makes a difference because your online audience can actually hear that people are there. Um, and yeah. it just sounds so much better. Yeah. I know. Uh, I can I can remember uh, the last church I, I worked at, and I'm I'm no longer on staff at a church. I, I did it for so long that I, uh, when 2020 came and we got so busy here at the end of 2020, I, I resigned from the church I was with. I was their executive guy, but I was speaking quite a bit. And one of the things I uh, I noticed with the different microphones that we used at my church at the time was um, one that we used really did pick up a lot of the the I want to call it the crowd. You know, and so when I would tell my stupid jokes, I would get, you know, some pretty good laughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it added to, you know, when you listen to it later, it added to the experience. Right. Sure. Uh, but then I would, I remember using a different mic and I would tell jokes and, and they were just, you, they wouldn't pick up. People would be laughing at least a couple, but, they, but nobody, they wouldn't pick it up, you know? So it right. sounded like I was just falling flat. Uh, I'm a frustrated stand-up comedian anyhow, but uh, it sounded like I was falling flat, you know? And so there really is something about being able to pick up and, and I'm using jokes here as an example, but, but even when you're, when you're speaking and, and depending on the style of church you're in, you know, the amens or mm -hmm. uh, the clapping or whatever it might be, those things really do add to, to the overall experience of, yeah. of your message for people, uh, not just there, but also people watching online. Uh, you know, it, it makes, it just adds to the overall effect, I guess, is what, yeah. is what I would call it. So, so that's a good point. I remember our church, uh, the other church I was with, uh, uh, we actually put hung mics from the ceiling and, uh, you know, that to bring up, to pick up that, I don't know, what do they call it? Ambient sound? I don't know. Ambient sound. sound. I think that sounds right. Yep. Yeah. I'm not a sound guy, but like you, but, uh, I was in radio for years, so everybody thought when when I started working in churches, everybody thought, "Well, you used to be in radios here. You can you can mix sound." It's like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Just like with streaming video, yeah, we do streaming video, and uh, but but many times people think I'm a videographer. It's like uh, no, <laughs> uh, I can I can tell you how to do it, but I'm not a videographer. So all right, yep. good. So yep. so those are 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 very common things. So um, uh, what do you see? So, uh, you know, the pandemic's over, I guess. I mean, yep. people still, I somebody the other day still got COVID-19, but as far as the actual pandemic, I think uh, it's subsided now. Where do you see, you know, you used to be church online guy, you were a ministry minister online. Uh, where do you see video and streaming video going from here uh, now that not everybody's forced, so to speak, to use it like they did in 2020? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you're going to see, Different churches that um, that were doing it really well continue to do it really well. 
Um, some churches are not seeing anything coming back from it. They might drop it. And, um, you know, I, I think it's a shame too, because I think that, um, what we're going to start to see is people want to see what's going on. Um, they want a real experience. So a lot of the pandemic brought, Hey, let's get all the video and let's grab the videographers and maybe mm-hmm. let's add in the, the laughter and let's make this amazing experience and put it online. Um, and I think those are going to fall flat. I think um, what people want to see is if I go there on a Sunday morning, does it feel like it is online? Um, and sometimes that means scaling back what you're doing, making your equipment um, good, but not not over the top. And so I think those are the churches that are going to, to do really well, because um, ultimately, and I would have been a proponent for let's do online church. Like I'll go to online church every Sunday. It's going to be awesome. I can make community there. And it was about, you know, two months into the pandemic. I was like, nope, this doesn't work. Like we need to be together. Um, We need, we need that interaction. I think um, churches that utilize their online stream to get people to, to come to their church, that's where we're going to see some really big wins um, to bring them into community to that, to that real setting um, and to where they're able to, to maybe come in and serve. And I, I tried as a minister, uh, online minister, to get people to serve, to be on the host chat, to, you know, we can make volunteers here. It's extremely hard. It can be done. Yeah. <laughs> and there are some churches out there doing it, but it's extremely hard. But I can bring somebody into a church and say, hey, I need a check-in person. I need somebody that's going to make sure the kids are safe back here. Can you be that guy? And yeah. And that's, hey, I've got a purpose in the church. And so anyway, I that's what I think. I think it needs to look real. I think that the churches that are going to succeed are going to make it feel like online what it is in person. Is that what you're yeah. seeing? Or Yeah, yeah, I, I think we're seeing that. I think also, uh, you know, and again, I, I mentioned the webinar we did yesterday with Jason Moore. Jason Moore has written a number of books. One of them is his recent one is Both and and he talks about the hybrid worship experience and 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 I would subscribe to what he was saying and that is uh you can really create a hybrid experience where you can uh you know make a, a obviously a good experience for people there in person but also if you do certain things right you can also make it a good experience for people watching online and then I think the trend that I see with social media and I think uh, a number of us here do feel the same way and that is the the, uh, the old thing about cut and paste, you know, well, here's here's our message. You know, we streamed it. Here's the archive. Now we're going to put it online. Uh, we'll put it on social media, you know, whatever. That's going away. I mean, people are still doing it, but but the attention span for people in social media is they don't want to sit for a half hour or 45 minutes or an hour. Uh, what might be more effective would be to take video clips, clips of your messages and put those online, put those on Twitter, put those on Instagram and Facebook. And now I guess threads is out there. Uh, yeah. So where you're, you're putting little snippets with, with, with important points that you want to bring out for people. And in fact, we're, we're actually developing a tool for that. Awesome. Uh, and so, but I think that those, those kind of, that's the trend I see. And I, I think you need to keep streaming online. I think it's important to keep going. And, and I, I think that, like you said, the ultimate experience is being there in the facility with the people. Uh, in my opinion, uh, church is all about relationships. 
Uh, Christianity, in my opinion, is all about relationships. It's about connecting with God and connecting with each other. And so uh, online is great. I think it's a great tool. And you can do some connecting online, too. I, I really see that it's very valuable. You can connect online with people and, and form relationships. But I think, uh, you know, if you can find yourself a community of, of, of believers that, uh, you know, is a good fit for you, where you're, you're going to grow spiritually and you can add something to what, you know, what, you know, their mission is. I think that's a good thing. And I think streaming video can bring that in. I think it creates windows uh, for people that are looking into your church. Uh, what's this church all about? Is this a place for my family? Is this a place where I can find some answers? Is, is this a place I can contribute and be a part of, you know, uh, find purpose and direction? I think streaming video, uh, whether it's live or archives of some type or little snippets can create opportunities for people to look in and and see, hey, what's this? What, what is this all about? And would this be a good fit for my life? So that's my take on it. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, so all right. So we're running out of time here. Um what do you got going on? So you're going to be uh, you're, you're going to hit the road here again pretty soon, right? Yes, we are. We're uh, we're heading out and we'll be in Tennessee. Um, and then from Tennessee, we're going to Mississippi from Mississippi to Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to be ever going to be coming out here to Southwest Tucson. Absolutely. Area? We would <laughs> we would love to. I just looked over to Carrie like, yeah, we, we, we want to be there, but not in the summer. Uh, we're in an RV, so we have to keep it in the winter. <laughs> Oh, come on now. Uh, all right. So uh, give me some websites again. I didn't write these down in my notes. So, yeah. so, so how can people get a hold of you and find out more about you guys? Sure. So um, I would I would tell everybody first, just go to lessons.church. And if you go to lessons.church, you make an account, it'll make an account across every uh, one of our platforms. So we're really for the church leader. If you're wanting to go to lessons.church and just want to look at content, it's all there to look at. And there's no, you don't have to sign up for anything. The reason you sign up is if you're a church leader, you want to schedule classes, get it onto the TV. Um, okay. And so on that site is my number. You click the little question mark. That's my number, my email. Um, you call me. And what Carrie and I say is, you know, ministry is complicated. Um, we try our best to make it uh, a lot easier. And so Sunday morning, if you have a problem, you call me and I will answer the phone and we'll be able to, to work through whatever problem you're having. If you want us to come to your church, just get a hold of us and we'll put you on the schedule. Right now we're out to March, but we're we're continuing to book. And so we would we would love to come uh, see your church. But before we get there, check out our stuff. Make sure that, you know, this is something that you you would like. Um, Lessons.church really is uh, it's saving churches tons of money um, because curriculum, a lot of people think curriculum in the church is free and it is far from free. Um, and so lessons.church is bent on this idea that we're able to take churches that are already producing great curriculum and make it easier and better for other churches to use it a hundred percent free. And so um, take advantage of it. Uh, we save the church and the average church we go to, we're saving them about $2,500 a year. And so, and that, that can go up with the more services that we use. We go, we've, we cover a big gamut. So we have uh, a church management software that's in there. We have a giving application. Um, we have a lot of stuff and it's, it's all done by world-class coders. And they are in incredible. Once you get into it, you'll be like, how in the world is this free? It's not free. 
it's because there's a bunch of donors out there that love the church. There's churches out there that are giving to uh, Live Church Solutions to be able to, to help us do what we do. Um, Carrie and I are actually volunteers uh, for Live Church Solutions, um, and, we, and we just love doing what we're doing. But if your church wants to give to Live Church Solutions, contact us too. All right. Sounds good. All right. Michael Bird has been our guest today on the Church Solutions Podcast. I'm excited. I, we need to have you on again. And uh, I, I need to keep track of what you're doing. It sounds it's, it sounds interesting. I, uh, I uh, yeah, I uh, my wife and I have talked about getting an RV. But uh, like I said earlier, it's like, eh, we probably, uh, probably won't. <laughs> it doesn't work out too well. It's good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's it's a great opportunity to grow spiritually. Uh, so, but anyhow, uh, I'm being funny here. All right, great. Uh, well, look, Michael, thank you so much for your time. We, we sure appreciate what you guys are doing. All right. Thank you, Phil. All right. And thank you, folks, for uh, either watching or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We appreciate it. Be sure and subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast when you can. And uh, give us a rating if you want to do that. And uh, be sure and check out our website. We've got blogs and everything else. Uh, kind of like Michael, we, we also want to be a resource for your church. And so if you want the streamingchurch.tv and you click on resources, you'll see where you can get our blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv, as well as uh, the pod, podcast, as well as the webinars that we've got coming up. And uh, there's other things as well. So uh, do that if you can, and, and uh, hopefully you'll get something out of it. All right. Time is up. Uh, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for everything. And please take care of yourselves and each other. I'm Phil Thompson. Catch us next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. Mm -hmm.